ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo, yo. And Hunter. How's it going? And like always, we're going to discuss all the Disney news, including theme parks, studios, Marvel, and Star Wars. Of course, not Guardians 2, because someone here didn't see it. <clears throat> so without ado, here we go. So to start things off, we're going to, of course, go to the Disneyland, since that's our favorite area. Mm-hmm. I think since the last time we recorded, I think I've been there, like, I, I want to say it's, like, either four or six times. Oh, I've been there once. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, to, to start this off, we're going to talk about the D23 Expo, because they had revealed their schedule. Um, now, if you're a D23 member, you know, uh, that's good for you, since you're still paying uh an extraordinary amount of money for something that's not really worth it but you know I, I'm not gonna blame you uh, I used to I used to be a charter member but then I just like stopped caring because I was like nothing here really matters but whatever uh, <laughs> enough dumping on D23 so they announced that um, in the lineup you're gonna have uh, Friday they're gonna do the Disney Legends award ceremony where Bob Iger is gonna honor Carrie Fisher Clyde uh, Geronimi Manuel Gonzalez, Mark Hamill, Wayne Jackson, Stan Lee, Gary Marshall, Julie Taymor, and Oprah Winfrey. And uh, they're also going to have the Walt Disney Animation panel where uh, fans will discover what's on the drawing board for the acclaimed filmmakers at Walt Disney Animation Studios and Pixar Animation. Saturday is pretty much the big day because Saturday is when they're going to do Disney live action Marvel and Lucasfilm and then they're going to have the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts uh, and Like well, we're gonna get into that more But uh, the reason why of course is because last year they didn't do a real parks one So this year the assumption is that they're going to announce a bunch of stuff That's why it's gonna be there again, but then Sunday of course like Sunday's always like the one that's like man, whatever um, They're gonna have like a con they're gonna have two concerts with uh, Alan Menken which, I, I love Alan Menken, but I'm like, yeah, you know, that's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, to move on from that, uh, sort of, you've got the Guardians, the Tower of... Freedom. Yeah, whatever. the <laughs> Tower of Guardians, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, they've been announcing more stuff. One thing I do find interesting is they announced that uh, it will have a soundtrack, and they let us know that it's going to have a bunch of different songs that are randomized to it, which... You know, implies that there's a lot more of like randomness to uh, to the thing, so it's kind of more like Star Tours. Okay. So they let us know that um, it's gonna have uh, you're gonna get one of these six songs, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, it's "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" by Pat Benatar, "Give Up the Funk" by Parliament, "Born to Be Wild" by Steppenwolf, "I Want You Back" by the Jackson Five. Which, by the way, I just found out that's actually James Gunn's favorite song, <laughs> and that's why it was in Guardians. Okay. Um, Free Ride by Edgar Winters Group, 
and uh, Burning Love by Elvis Presley. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I know they like get super in depth about this, about like the Guardians movie franchise is all about like uh, music and all that. But uh, I will say that when I saw the songs, I was like, these make sense. Like I feel like they're a little too on the nose. Like he goes, a, James Gunn himself like goes a little more like random. Like what with the Mr. Blue Sky, <laughs> yeah. uh, Fox on the Run, but. Uh, I think this was actually like a good choice and then um, on top of this I also wanted to bring up did you guys see the commercial for yes. Summer of Heroes? Yeah, I saw that. Rocket. yeah. I noticed though that um, It sounds like that is Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I thought so. Which surprises me because I'm I'm starting to wonder are they gonna actually is it actually gonna be them in it? Because I'm like if it's really them, that's a total step forward. Mm-hmm. Um the only one, I, I feel, and, and then that's the thing too, like, so I read a, a thing about there's rumors that Mantis is in the ride, that she's like one of the characters in it, you know, just to throw in the, okay, the fact that fine. it's like set now or whatever. Fine, okay. Now, my thing though is like, I noticed that every piece of art they've shown for it, you can see every character except Star-Lord is wearing his uh, mask. So I'm wondering if Chris Pratt might be the only one that didn't do it. Do it. Which would it would really upset me, especially since um, he's gonna probably have a big talking role in that in, in that ride. Well, yeah, but they might use Wilfred L. because Wilfred L. is, is uh, the voice of Star Lord on the show. Oh, okay. Well, then on a cartoon then, show that, that can bridge it up. Then. And you know that is uh, Corey Matthews' brother. So oh, well, I don't yeah. think anyone would hate that. But that's true. <laughs> I don't know, it, it, it seems kind of weird to me. But um, then that also goes into the uh, other thing that with the D23 Expo and the fact that we're getting Guardians, the, the big assumption is that what we're going to get is the big announcement about Marvel coming to DCA. Because, of course, we've seen that that area is slowly turning into Marvel. Yeah. So it's like, is are they just going to fully, you know, do it over? Because it's like... I feel like it's a thing where it's like all the stuff that's over there is really passable anyway, because I mean you've got the you've got the Sunset Theater showcase. That's whatever you right. can get rid of that. Um, you've got Playhouse Disney. That one too. You're just like, eh, you, like I know it does really well for kids, but it's like they're at a point now where they don't really need that. Yeah, they so can they can move that. You out. could justify taking it out. You could justify taking out the animation courtyard because that's kind of dumb anyway um i enjoy it but i, I know what you're saying yeah well i mean what about bugs Land? have you been have you been there in the in the last like few months yeah the, we've been the there like lair is completely closed and they just uh they don't even care like you just go in you do you do all the stuff you get to beast library and then they tell you oh turn around and just uh, go right back out and you're That's, like oh okay yeah we haven't gone that far yeah. we usually stop at the uh animation uh academy yeah the beast one's pretty cool. um I feel like, if anything, the biggest loss would be the Monsters, Inc. Ride. Right? Yeah, but then that's another one where it's like, you know, it, it never really has a line. So it's like, you could justify getting rid of it. And the only one I would say I could see them possibly keeping is Playhouse Disney. And that's just because that's a big hit with kids. Mm-hmm. But they, I know, like we had talked about it a little while ago, they had announced that they're redoing it for Disney World. So, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's likely that they're just going to, you know revamp it right now or they could just get rid of it i mean right. that'd be so easy 
Uh, another one that might say, but I'm not sure because, again, we don't do these type of things, is what about that Frozen show? Frozen show? Weren't they doing, like, the uh, stage performances still, or no? Oh, no, they got rid of that. Oh, thank God. That was at um, the Sunset Showcase Theater. Okay. And then when, when they took that that's out, right, it became right. Sunset Showcase uh, Theater. Okay, because, yeah, like, that, that was my only thought. You think they're going to get rid of that Bugs Land? They I should. Hope, yeah. I hope so, but I don't. I don't see them doing I, that. Yeah, exactly. It's like I doubt that entirely, but they should. They, I, I could believe though that they see it as a possible area that Expansion. they can expand into. Um, yeah, it's like I just feel like uh, I know we've. That's like a controversial thing that we've done on here. Was uh, I think it's probably the most controversial thing that we've said, but with the whole tear down, yeah, the Tower of Terror, judge dooming it. But yeah. you know, now looking back, I could agree with it. Yeah, but it's like it looks like that's probably what they're about to start doing which i mean uh, or even like you could just oh no i know what you mean the frozen on stage that's yeah. what you mean yeah that's uh, what it just about. occurred to me sorry no that's still there um that's the only one i could see maybe saying <laughs> for, for the person that's like me that listens to podcasts and they just like so blatantly will just be like no nah, i think that's gone and you're sitting there at home like no you're wrong know. like correct yourself <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know you're right. That that's probably like what that would probably be their biggest loss if they did get rid of that. But that's the thing is it's in the middle, so it's like it has to go if yeah. they do it. That's true. And actually, they, yeah. they spent a good amount of money on that. I don't know. But then then again, look at uh, what they did with the whole Star Wars land, and we'll get into that later. But it's like Star Wars land. They just I didn't think that would happen just because that was an area you'd have to completely like redo and retool. And they were like, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> Screw it. I mean, I thought they were going to do it at California Adventure, not at Disneyland, you know, like Star Wars Land. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I would have thought so. But it's that thing. It's like, you have to have something new in each park going. Right. But, you know, it, this is uh, this is the future, I guess. Um, so here's a little look at, like, uh, kind of the time frame. I know right now it's the ninth. So, uh... Uh, Pixar Play Parade is returning May 12th. May 20th, um, apparently the cast members are going to get a preview of the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout. Um, May 21st and 22nd, uh, they're still doing cast member previews. Apparently the May 23rd and 24th they're going to have an annual pass holder preview night. Um, Shall we make a trip over? Well, uh, I know that was like a thing. If you guys would have looked it up, uh, it's actually really expensive. It's it's like $150 to go. And and it's just like, they give you like other... ride it? Well, they give you other stuff, but it's like at the same time, you're like, but I'm I'm basically paying $150 to see this ride. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically a ticket to get yeah exactly it's like I mean, you're an annual pass holder but you're paying to, let's be real to people paid to do the the annual pass holder preview of Main Street Electrical Parade mind you we've, we've seen, seen the parade. electrical parade for over 20 years <laughs> whatever okay um okay and then uh so you've got May 26th is supposed to be the press event and then of course May 27th it opens to the public I, like I've seen it a lot lately um as I said earlier, bragging. But, uh... How's that night? Does it look cool at night, at least? Like, does it have, like, LED light? Or I would like really that? hope they, so. They don't really light it up at night yet. Oh, not yet? Yeah, yeah but... Well, um, I'm pretty sure when it opens, it'll look stunning. Uh, 
It looks awful. <laughs> and that's my thing. Is like it's it's an eyesore. Nope, we're not we're not wherever you're that. wherever you're at and you see, you can it, see it, it breaks it breaks the like idea of where you are. And it, and it made me realize that like the old Tower of Terror, and that was the complaint about the old Tower of Terror. But because it was in a 1920s vibe. Like, when you were at DCA, anywhere you saw it from it, you were just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, now, when you see it, it's just like, why is this pipe organ thing sticking out? <laughs> you can see it from Main Street. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is, though. So. Awful. Um, I, I did want to bring up, too, that the uh, they started putting the water back in uh, Disneyland in the Rivers of America, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I like that they're refilling it, and apparently they've been uh, doing, like, runs and stuff for, like, uh, Fantasmic, I guess. But, you know, nice. we'll, we'll see what really comes up with that. Mm. Yeah, and then that's the thing, is, like, so the big announce, uh, everyone thinks that the big announcement for D23 is going to be um, Mar- uh, the Marvel area that they're doing at DCA. Um, I, I know, like, there's a lot of questions of what they're going to do, too. I know, like, I've talked about it before. They've already got the Iron Man experience at uh, Hong Kong, and it's in English on the ride. So I'm assuming that's one of the things that's coming over. And now come to think of it, because you were saying, you know, if, if they decide to turn Hollywood into that, wouldn't it be simple enough to gut, like, Muppet Visions theater and turn that into the Iron Man ride? Or is Maybe, or I, I was thinking more like the one of the other sound stages. But then there's also, I don't know, the more I think of it, it's like, they could have totally done this at Tomorrowland. Because, like, and, and I know, like, a lot of people hate that idea. I hate it myself. But it's like... The stuff they're doing currently for Marvel stuff are all, re- like, they're all things that we already have. Like, they're redoing the um, Buzz Lightyear ride in one of the Asian parks. I can't remember which one off the top of my head. As Ant-Man. So, like, that's perfectly, like, if they would have done it as Tomorrowland. Because Tomorrowland's getting a redo, too. I know, like, that's one thing people are kind of hopeful for, including myself, is that they're going to announce what they're going to do with Tomorrowland. Right. But... And I say this as a negative thing. You could, like, clearly have done both together. Where you could have just closed down Buzz Lightyear's, uh, Mm. you know, Astro Blasters. And made it the Ant-Man ride. Because uh, that's what they're doing in Asia. And then you could have closed Star Tours. And reopened it as the Iron Man experience. Which they already basically did in Hong Kong. Yeah, I know. It's copy like, and paste. Copy and My paste is so <laughs> annoying, but at the same time, it's like it's the easiest option that they could have done. But I'll give them credit; it's pretty obvious they're not doing that because, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy went into DCA, into a Tower of Terror, <laughs> making it so that it wouldn't make sense for them to do Tomorrowland and Marvel together because they've already got Marvel in the other park. Mm. Kind of like it doesn't make sense to have Star Tours in Tomorrowland and have a Star, Star Wars land back there, yeah. But we'll see what they do with that later. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully something good. Um, so I wanted to bring up um, another thing. So Avatar, we've been getting a lot of stuff because they started doing oh the my. press previews. And yes, <laughs> oh my, oh my lord, like... 
they completely took it and just went out of the park with this thing. Like, I feel like Harry Potter was like, I feel the same way about Harry Potter, where like Harry Potter, it's like, of course I see, I mean this more in a negative way, I guess, but it's like Universal was a completely passable park where it was like, I don't need to go there ever again. And then you open up Harry Potter and you're just like, I can't believe what they did with this. This is spectacular. That is what Avatar looks like. Like all the stuff I saw, like um, my daughter and I stayed up for a few hours watching like videos that people were posting. Of course they couldn't post the whole thing, right? but but they were like posting them and I'm like, and she was saying, she's like, Dada, we have to go here. And I'm just like, I agree. Let's go. Like, I'm watching these just like, I can't wait to see it. Like it completely just blows your mind what you see. And, and mind you, everyone's been complaining who they, you know, whoever they are, they want to complain about the, the floating islands or whatever, the floating mountains. I agree. It, it is pretty obvious that, you know, got that it's structure. supported, but it's like, still when, like, uh, I watched a walkthrough video where it was a person walking in and it was just like, it, it's just breathtaking. Everything in there, I was just like, man, they really took my expectations and just hit it out of the park. They went above and beyond. And then, oh my God, and the animatronic. Dude, those oh, look white too. The, like, river, like, the river journey. Scary. And mind you, I'm watching it and I'm just like annoyed because I, I see the screen and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like oh, oh man. Of course it's a screen. But then they're like looking around at other things and I'm like, this is amazing. And then they get and to then the shaman. You see like, cause like the video basically skips to the shaman to show you it. And you're just like, oh my God. And she's like, hello. And you're like, that, yeah, that is a real. person. Yeah, that is a person. That is not a robot. Like that is terrifying. <laughs> you're just like, that is a person right there. That is, oh, so breathy. You know, they got out there, I think, with the same thing. Like, what was that? <laughs> Oh, and then like I watched the queue for the um, for um, uh, what are they calling it? Flight of Passage. The soaring type. Oh thing. man, the the queue that they did, so it's amazing. And mind you, they didn't let people uh, video record at all the actual ride. But they let them take but pictures of the queue. They're in the queue, and the queue is the lab, and it looks okay. exactly like the movie. But then the most spectacular part is you see like a tube with a, an avatar in it of the Navi. And when I saw it, I assumed it was a screen. I read on the blog, uh, this was on Inside the Magic, if you want to go there. That is a robot. That is an animatronic. And I was just like, no. I was like, no, this is not real. <laughs> I was like, this, you guys are blowing my mind right now. Oh, oh, so amazing. What's even better is they put this in, in a park that I absolutely love going to in uh, Animal Kingdom too. Yes, and, and that's the, and that's it, turns, the thing. Like, it turns that area into like a full day experience if you look at it, you know? Yeah, like, yes. They needed that, you know? Yeah, because uh, I know we discussed it during our trip because we were, you know, when we saw the construction, we were saying like, oh, maybe this will turn it into a full day thing because they were already experimenting with the extra hours. And it was fairly obvious with all the stuff that we saw like at the preview events that they were going to have like lights all over the place in Pandora. So it's just like ridiculous. Yeah, I, I just so I can't believe it. And then like if you watch the videos too, they go like, they just like one up everything. Like you see the store, the toys. I want all of that stuff. <laughs> I was just like, oh my. And then you can do like a personalized uh, avatar toy. The 
Uh, I was amazed that the merchandise, they were able to make these like monsters look so cute and adorable. Yes, yes that, that's exactly what we're talking about. It's like too lifelike. Yeah, it's, it's both incredible and horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's so insane what they were able to pull off. It, it's honestly a thing where I'm just like, no one but Disney could have done that. Yeah. Like, ugh, just so spectacular. It's even funnier, this is for a movie that I felt very meh about. Yes, and <laughs> that's the big thing, is like, everybody agrees that it's like, this is a movie no one cared about. Well, people cared about when it came out. But, but the thing is, is that... Out. People didn't care about uh, about it as like a thing, like for a theme park. Yeah, look, George. This is the that is uh, crazy. Oh yeah, that's the video I was looking at. That's an animatronic. That's an animatronic. That that's is an animatronic crazy. of a Navi avatar mm -hmm. in a tube. Uh, and I'm just like, I had to watch this video like so many times because I'm like, that's real. Like, I, this is weird! At first, I thought that was a screen. I yeah. was like, ah, oh, it's a screen, but... That is crazy. Yeah. They completely... Yeah, A-plus work. Like, I, wow. I already told everyone, I'm like, we have to go to... We have Florida. to go to Pandora now. Yeah. Like, right yeah. now. <laughs> um... When's the opening date? That's the date we're going. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, the, it opens. Um, I know Nathan's yeah, gonna. Take, it opens May twenty seventh. I know Nathan's gonna take photos and photos and photos. Yeah, and mind you, people kept talking about. It. They're like, none of it's gonna open. It's not gonna work. I'm like, apparently not. Like you were all wrong about that. Um, you are. Incorrect. I guess it makes sense though, because uh, what um, Rivers of Light took so long to actually open, and then when it opened, everyone was like, oh okay, this is it. <laughs> Hey, I was even hyped for that, and then, like, watching the YouTube thing of it, like, oh, that's what that was. Um, another, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up, too, so there's, like, some new meet-and-greets. Okay. You can now meet, uh, BB-8. Oh, at, yeah, I saw that. That's, yeah, at the yeah, Hollywood yeah. Studios. That, that yeah. thing looks crazy. Yes, and, he uh, the other one is at Hollywood Studios, you can meet Baby Groot and Star-Lord. Nice. Which I'm just like, no, like, this is ridiculous. The, the Baby Groot is spectacular. I'm not a big fan of the guy that's playing Star-Lord. He's pretty skinny. Like, he's pretty small. But, uh, like my wife said... Um, Does he have his mask on, or is it just... No, he, he's got the facial hair and everything. Oh, but, um, I want his mask on. Well, cool. well, like uh, <laughs> like um, Elizabeth said, she was like, he looks more like Andrew Garfield than he does Chris Pratt. Like, he, <laughs> he doesn't look like a very good representation. Slap him in a Spider-Man outfit and we can but confuse people. I noticed, like, watching the videos that, like, uh, I think they chose him based on his, like, he, he captures, like, Chris Pratt's, like, voice and, his like, attitude, probably, attitude right? but it's like, he, he just doesn't look like him. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like, no, may maybe you should hit the gym a little bit. <laughs> but I, I do love that uh, you're finally getting more, um, Marvel coming in, especially since Marvel is such a, a weird deal in I, Florida. I just hope they don't do it too much. That's my word. What, what well, do you mean by... You have to remember, in Florida, they can't do it. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Because, yeah, they have, they have, um... Yeah, Universal, Universal still has the rights. But, in but Disney, in Disneyland, out. that's the thing, is in Disneyland, ultimately, we're gonna get the most that, that they can do, because it's the only one that... Um, well, in the states that they can do it at, so that's the I thing. They make a new land. <laughs> well, that well, that's the thing is uh, the rumor is is that we're gonna get a new land that is Marvel. 
Which, I mean, makes sense. Uh, I'm not against it. It's just like we were talking about before. It's like a question of where does it go? How does it go in there? Well, are they taking stuff out? Is it going in the expansion pad? I mean, right now, my biggest thing, I would love to see it as an expansion. Though I know that's the Cars Land expansion. I oh, feel like the, the pad that's yeah, like the pad the that's uh, on the that's uh, behind. It's where you see the uh, red car trolley go into. Right. If they expand it into there, I I would understand because it's like that's a whole new area, right. and you could use the Tower of Terror as their the middle piece. Yeah, well, as their like entrance thing, where it's oh, like, oh, okay, it, go over there. Um, I don't believe they're gonna do that. In my heart, I just think they're just gonna be like. Tear down most of Hollywood and make it st just Star Lord everything. But you know, we'll I love Guardians, but I really hope they don't do that. Yeah, uh, we'll <laughs> we'll see what their plan is. I don't know. The more I think of it, I think they might actually go into that expansion pad just because, as you pointed out, that Frozen show they spent a lot of money to do that. So it's like I don't believe they're gonna rip that out. They might keep that for soon. its run, for a small run at least, right? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, uh, they might not tear that area apart just because of that. Oh, okay, I got what you're saying. I'd say just go for it. <laughs> I well, mean, I yeah, would. see, if it's us, we probably all would unanimously agree, like, just get rid of it. Yeah, because it's a failed land anyway. Yeah, it's like we're getting ready. Tear that stuff out. If, if Marvel's the actual thing, it's like, now, once instantly they... you're going to get people flooding in there anyway, because it's Marvel. Once they start doing, like, construction for, like, Marvel land, like, the budget, like, I, I wonder how much they're going to spend on it. Well, that's the thing is, uh, thankfully for us, because of Harry Potter, Disney is more into expansion and fixing stuff. So we looked, we stuff. looked out. Well, yeah, we looked out because they got so scared about um, the Harry Potter land that now they're like pushing forward with doing stuff in a way that they weren't doing before. The way they should because, have been doing things. And we've talked like in super, you know, in depth about that before. But it's that thing. It's like. They um, they treated it like, oh, well, we're already good. So it's like, why we do we need to do anything big? They would do like one ride every so often. Mm -hmm. But Harry Potter and then, of course, the um, Diagon Alley really pushed it where it was like, you have to do whole lands. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, one new ride would have. And, and not only that, but those lands have... Uh, I think it's also good because it scared them into going above and beyond, as we saw with Pandora. Yes. So if yeah, and then that's the thing is Pandora is the first one of all of this. Yeah, uh, sort of. That's I, an inkling no, for what I they're guess, gonna try to pull. You know what? I'm gonna go back on that. Cars Land is the first of it. Okay, okay, and that was but crazy good quality. Yeah. So you get Cars Land and you see a quality and everything, and Cars Land is still super popular. Yep. And then you get Pandora is like the next one, and it's like you can already see they they went way above and beyond with that. Because, like, with Cars Land, and mind you, I love Cars, I love Cars Land. The thing is, is that ultimately it was like, well, I mean, we've seen all that. Right. Like, Pandora, I'm like, you have to give them credit. It's like, you took a, a thing that was realistically CGI in a movie, and, and you just made, made real. everything real. So that's, that's one that I'm like, why? <laughs> Cars Land is... Cars is CGI, but you know, you know what I mean. Like the environment, like, something like that. Well, it's I think it's like cars. Like you saw it, and it's like you could uh, you could see that as a real place. Yeah, if you drive down Pan 66. Pandora, yeah. like you didn't see that and think to yourself, yeah, that could be a real place that you could go to. <laughs> like just like I feel like Star Wars is gonna be the same way. 
Like Star, like I love Star Wars, but like so much stuff in Star Wars, it's like there's no way they can do that. But it's like very obvious that their point is, is yeah, you can. You're gonna walk in and be like, okay, you really can do this. And we're gonna get way into the stuff at Celebration about Star Wars. Oh my god. So that, but yeah, like we were saying, if that's if Marvel is the uh, thing that they announce. It, just based on Pandora and Cars Land, we should be looking at something just like out of the bar, out of the park, crazy going yes. on. Um, so moving into the studios, though, uh, they announced a bunch of new like uh, dates. So you've got Magic Camp coming out April sixth. A Wrinkle in Time is March 9th, twenty eighteen. By the way, uh, Ralph breaks the internet, which is the um, title for Wreck It Ralph two. Comes out November 21st, 2018. The Lion King live action film comes out July 19th, 2019. Star Wars Episode 9 comes out May 24th, 2019. Frozen 2 comes out November 27th, 2019. Indiana Jones 5 comes out July 10th, 2020. And Gigantic comes out November 25th, 2020. So, like, in this, uh, I know, like, we talked about Gigantic. it a while ago, about, like, Gigantic is a retelling of Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh. But the whole idea is that the difference is that the giant is actually a little girl. But she's a giant. Um, oh, that, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, this is my thing, though. Like, I know we talked about it a little while ago, about, like, how things work with, like, release dates. Right. The thing is, is, like, you can see from this, and this, mind you, this is not including any Marvel in it at all. Yeah. Like, you can see, that is a full schedule. And it doesn't even have the Han Solo movie in it. it. It's missing a lot of stuff. It's missing Pixar movies in it. It's just, like, this is huge, like, for a schedule. So, like... Yeah. I didn't hear Toy Story 4 either. Or... Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. Like, there's, no, Marvel, there's no Pixar, been, like, taken there's out. No Pixar or Marvel. And the only Star Wars Lucas film. film is the Star Wars 9 and, and uh, Indy. Indiana Jones 5. But that's also leaving out the Han Solo movie, so... Um, the Cars 3 trailer did come out, and all the merchandise. Now, I love the merchandise. I know Hunter pointed it out because, uh, my wife, kindly enough, uh, grabbed for me a, uh, Chick Hicks. Because Chick Hicks is, like, one of my favorite characters. So fantastic. And he is very obviously a sports commentator in this movie. And I noticed watching the trailer again that you see that. You Do can you? see him in the, in the, uh, booth with them. Uh, I'm wondering if they took out uh, Brent Musburger because of his like controversies, and he's old. But um, so uh, he'll be up there at Daryl Carstrip or, or Bob Cutlass. No, Bob Cutlass, yeah. But um, yeah, like uh, one thing I love is like uh, the the merchandise. It, it fully like just expands the world. Like you can see it. What uh, what do you guys think of it? Like um, I I can see like a big thing in the merchandise is the. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? I just forgot what it's called. Um, Is it those racer sets? No, not racers. Uh, the car, um, the like car wrestling or whatever. Oh, um, um the the rally car or whatever it's called. Ah oh, man, now he sounds super. Oh bad. no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, cause it's like mud and it's uh they crash into each other. I forget what it's called. Oh, now yeah. I feel dumb. Yeah, now and I feel like I'm. Failing as a King of the Hill fan. <laughs> uh, no, like watching, uh, seeing all the merchandise when we were in the park recently, that was cool because, you know, I think I, I, I've already taken a liking to this villain because he just seems fantastically like 
demented in his, you know, how evil he is. Because he, he's honest, uh, what I like about his characters, I'm like, this is the, the path that, uh, what's his face, that Lightning could have easily turned down, you know? Where he's just alternately evil and doesn't even respect the dudes in front of him. What's... So it's just like a monster truck or something, or what is oh, it? Oh, no, the thing we're talking about, it's, um... Shoot, uh, it's like, you know, where they bring all the old cars and they smash into each other. Right, Josh? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Demolition Derby. Demolition Derby. That's what it was. Oh, we're, man. We're, we're fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so, uh, it's a Demolition Derby, but it's pretty obvious that that's, like, a big part of the movie, because they have, like, a lot of toy sets for it, and they have, like, a new set of cars that are for it. Like, a, like they have, like, little, like, um, like, you know, wind them up and stuff, and they, like, spin and stuff. So, I'm guessing that's a big deal. Um, I already saw too, like, one of the toy sets, uh, cause you can, uh, it was actually a Disney set at the Disney store. Cause you can see if you buy the set for that, that Lightning McQueen is wearing like, uh, I think he's wearing like the number 55 or something like that. But he's also like, covered in mud. So it's like, uh, I, I was like, he's obviously like supposed to be under, like, uh, you know, he's like not being Lightning McQueen, mm -hmm. but... What made me laugh is, uh, I didn't write down the name, but I saw at the Disney store, they had it, but it said... It had his it alias? It says his alias, oh, and I was just like, that's awesome. funny. I'm like, what the... That's, that's even better. No, because, like, when we, when, when we watched that trailer, the last trailer before this one was just still the teaser, right? Where it's just lightning flipping through the air, and they're like, oh... You know, yeah, there's a new one, you. though. Did you see that one? No, I haven't. The last one I saw was the one that, uh, that I saw in, in theaters with, uh... What movie was it? It was earlier in the year, though. Where, where you know, you finally get a little more about the story. About uh, the girl character, I can't remember her name now. Cruz Ramirez? Yeah, where you get more about her, about how she obviously wants to be a racer herself. And how it's, it's fairly obvious that Lightning's gonna help her do that. Well, she helps him rehabilitate. I wonder, yeah, what was the name? Uh, I remember it made me laugh, though. I was just like, what the? I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, like, the, there's a lot of, like, toys for it already, though. Um, uh, there's actually a new set of Legos already for it. I, really? I was looking at them today, and I bought one of them. It was, uh, they're, none of them are, like, the adult ones. They have, like, the Duplo, and then they also have the Junior set. Okay. The Junior set is basically, like, a kid's version of like a regular set yeah. but uh I, I got that for ellie and um we like worked on it or whatever we made it but uh it's lightning mcqueen so it is what it is i don't know what his name is i'm trying to look for it now <laughs> well it's probably something funny too if you know well um what i find weird too is that uh disney sets are actually like there it is it's Chester Whipple Filter. Chester Whipple Filter. <laughs> why do I find it so funny? Yeah, it made me laugh. I was like, what the? I'm like, why are they already telling me that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's... Uh, and, and that's the thing, too, is when you see the set, um, it's like the Disney Store set that you get. Um, it's not even at the Disney Store. It's actually at... Uh, J.C. Penny is where I saw it. Oh wow! But it says on it, Lightning McQueen as Chester Whipple. Uh, what's it? Whipple, Whipple filter. filter. And I'm like, 
Okay, I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> like, they could have perfectly uh, not said that. Just yeah. be like, this is Chester Whipper filter, and you'll be like, he looks suspiciously close to, yeah. <laughs> to Lightning. He looks a lot like Lightning McQueen. Nah, hmm. nah. I've already seen, too, that, like, uh, some of the stuff, like, um, Disneyland is actually where I first saw all the toy sets, which they came out, like, yeah. a couple days before the actual sets were supposed to come out, but, um, Cause I actually... you were walking around them. Yes. Uh, I was actually kicking my own butt about it, because, like, uh, one of the ones I want specifically, they, they call it, like, the Rusty Center, um, Lightning McQueen. But it's like a, uh, it's like a version of him where he's shiny, and I want that one. Oh, is it one with like the gold number and stuff? Yes, but that's the thing. Yeah, it has gold numbering, and the Rusty's logo is uh, is um, shiny on it. But what's annoying is that uh, I saw like Hunter and I, we saw it at Disneyland. They don't have it at the stores, and I'm like, why? Where is it? Is it a park exclusive then? No, I think what it is is that it's like a chase or something like that, and oh. uh, I think it, that's and we I think that's why I can't find it now. Yeah, but uh, of course it, it'll probably still be at Disneyland. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's good um, they have it at JC Penny though. Yeah, it's funny because yeah, it's like we don't go in there, so we wouldn't have to ever guess that. <laughs> So to move on to like our final big thing, um, so Star Wars Celebration happened a little while ago and we got a bunch of new stuff. First, let's talk about the main thing, which is we saw the Last Jedi trailer, which uh, I don't know, because like we went and saw Guardians yesterday, I don't know, uh, did, when you saw it before, did you see the Last Jedi trailer? Okay. No, 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 we did, we did. We saw okay. the one that we've all seen, you know, yes, the newest but, one. You were, uh, cause we showed up late, so yesterday, yes, so we didn't get to see the trailer. We saw the last two trailers. trailers. But, uh, yeah, we saw the Homecoming one. Do you think they're gonna show, like, a new trailer, uh, I doubt it, a new trailer on, like, the Disney Expo? You know, for Jedi? Yeah. No. You don't think so? They're, they're very, like, that, I know we discussed that last time. They're being very... They're very. They're holding it close yeah, to their chest. Holding it close, like, because uh, that's the big thing is that Force Awakens. We had already gotten a, we had gotten a um, teaser trailer, a full year before the movie. Like yeah. it was actually like almost a year and a half before the a movie. trailer. Still gives me goosebumps. Yes, <laughs> and, and then that's the thing too is JJ uh, oh, Abrams even admitted that some of those scenes were filmed specifically for that trailer, because like, uh, of course they were still filming it and doing post production. And he, he said that, you know, they wanted a trailer, so they filmed a couple scenes specifically to be in the trailer with no plans of it actually being in the movie. It's in there. Which seems to be a new trend, because, like, Rogue One definitely, like, had a bunch of stuff to in be, it that were not in the movie. To be fair, Rogue One, that could have just simply be, been because, you know, they had to hire another guy to do everything. True. But uh, the last Jedi trailer came out, um, so I just wanted to talk about your guys' yeah. thoughts. How do you feel on that? Whoever wants to start. Okay, so yeah. Obviously it dropped. I watched it on Facebook and then I watched it again on YouTube. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And what, what I found weird, and I didn't pick up on it until later in the day when somebody else brought it up to me, the last part of the shot where it's Luke in the cave, I, I really didn't catch what he said. I was like, and he said, what is it? It's time for the Jedi to end? Mm -hmm. That's the one that like, everyone... I, mean, I was like, like well, what do you mean? Well, because, you know, people are like, he's <laughs> well, a bad guy. I'm like, he's not evil. I think he's just suggesting that it's... To, well, to go into that, 
They also released the official poster for it, and the poster is Ray holding up the lightsaber, and you've got um, you've got Luke on one side and Kylo Ren on the other. So that's the thing is everyone's like, is he evil? <laughs> what is this? Well, I, I, I was watching like the trailer and. I was reading a couple like reviews and stuff like that, and like they show like a clip of this book or this Jedi book, and apparently it's supposed to be since like it just just rumors since like the ancient Jedi, and like I guess Luke like read it and stuff like that, and this shows like a lot of evil in it, and that's the reason why they want like the Jedi to end. See, but like I mean I don't know. I, I think I know what you're talking about too, because it's like I know one dude who like works with Lucas Arts said that straight up they killed off the uh, the Grey Jedi being canon, but I was like, but that would have worked so perfectly with it, because the Grey Jedi have this mentality where it's like, you know, you know, you can't have the good without the evil to accompany it. There's no, uh, the, the true balance of the Force is that. You, uh, is that, you know, one can't oversee the other, or can't okay. overdo the other. So that, that was the thing I wanted to say. So a lot of people are wondering, does that mean he's evil? I agree to the thing that I think what they're gonna bring in and make canon is the great jedi Good. just like for instance star wars rebels has officially made um ahsoka one right no uh well yeah that's true but uh screw you hunter um <laughs> i guess that means it's already canon but no uh, uh um star wars rebels made um man what's his name the general oh um the, like the main yeah tragedy. the the bad guy in this new season admiral something Thrawn Thrawn yes uh so Thrawn is now officially canon because he was part of the uh, extended universe books but oh, Disney so they when they canon. well Disney when they took over said nope that's all garbage now right but bringing him into Star Wars Rebels made him now officially canon though in a different timeline but who cares it is canon. Um, what do you mean by canon? Um, as it's it, part of Star Wars. It, uh, oh, yeah, like it's, it's an actual part of their like history that oh, we're seeing. Okay. Yeah, so canon, that's the thing. is like Before, you had two things. You had Star Wars canon, which is what you see in the movies. And then you've got the extended universe, which is the books that take place after the events of Return of the Jedi. Or you had books Anything that took place in between yeah, and before... Yeah. And, and, like, mind you, the extended universe includes everything, be it Old Republic and all that stuff. But when Disney took over, the first thing they announced is all of the extended universe is is not real anymore. It's like an AU, essentially. Yeah. It's its own thing. It's like, um, it's like Marvel Unlimited. Oh, It's, it's yeah. its own thing. That's, a, that's the perfect yeah, way of its own describing thing. it. <laughs> yeah, because, of course, Marvel, the Unlimited comics, like, have, like, so much random crap that's just, like, not... <laughs> No, but um No, I I just wanted to say I think it is the great Jedi thing. Um what I do love is like there there are some things I'm annoyed about, but uh that's just me being a nitpicker. But um so like the trailer just in general, just to go scene by scene or whatever with you. So it starts off with uh basically this scene that we've already seen which is uh you know of course she's uh, on the island and she's like reacting uh and then um it's like her with the training which i i love that they that they show us that that's gonna be a big part of it yeah but you also see like a lot of like random stuff like in it um 
Because you see, well, like I said, um, it's what she. You see her training where uh, she's lifting like rocks and stuff around yeah, her with Luke in the background. Yeah, with Luke talking to her, where he's telling her just breathe. Um, then you've got a bunch of scenes that are like obviously like um, I, I know a big thing that they've already said is that it's going to be um, reminiscent to Empire Strikes Back because the resist or the resistance had a huge win. But now the First Order is on the offensive, and they're trying to come back at them. So, uh, you see, like, Leia, you see the Darth Vader helmet broken. You see, this is, like, to me, uh, well, uh, okay, so, like, I'm going through it. But, uh, you see the Jedi Order, like, the original Jedi building or yeah, whatever. The logo which thing. also like you already knew that that was like a thing that he went there because it was where the Jedi yeah. temple was. Yeah. Um you see some karate kid stuff with her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Um you see like these new um they, they look yeah, like ships. You see uh Finn in like a health pod. You see Poe getting attacked. Millennium Falcon you see Kylo Ren. You see, uh, I know, I've, I've been hearing a lot of people saying that that might be backstory on Luke, where you see Luke, like, fall down and, like, a building's on fire. That that might be, like, backstory for him. You see a lot of, like, uh, you know, aerial fighting, combat. Yeah, dog aerial fighting. combat. And then that's when you get Luke saying the line where they show him, and he said, uh, I know, I know only one truth. And that's that the Jedi have to end or whatever. And then everyone's like, oh my god, he's a bad guy. No, it's not the case. For, so for me, my annoying thing is Kylo Ren without his mask. Because I'm like, so you don't wear that anymore? They show that thing that <laughs> Yeah. They show the thing smash, and you're like, but no. <laughs> yeah, and it just annoys me because it's like, bro, like. You already took it off too I, much Well, it's an so iconic thing now. It's like, it's like if you saw Darth Vader without, uh, without his helmet all the time. It wouldn't make sense. And then it also annoys me because a lot of people pointed out immediately that his scar looks different than how he was cut by Rey in the end of Force Awakens. like right here. And uh, Rian Johnson or whatever his name is, um, I know someone's going to be mad. But yeah, he's the director of um, Last Jedi. He admitted that he changed the scar to make it look cooler. And I was just like, no. You don't, you can't do that. It was already going to look pretty cool. You can't justify doing that because it doesn't make sense to canon. It doesn't make sense how you get sliced in between your eyes. And down your face. Down your face, like, uh, around by your nose. And now all of a sudden it's over your eyebrow? No, bro. Like, you don't, scars don't move that much. Don't be like Anakin. (laughs) Yeah, no, and that's the thing. It's like you're trying too hard. That's a perfect example because I was gonna bring that up. Anakin Scar, uh, when they asked, um, when they asked George Lucas why he had it, he freaking just straight up said, "He's like, I just thought it would look cool." And you're like, "That's your explanation? You're the, you're the father of this world, and you tell, you're telling me you did it because you thought it looked cool." You're not even gonna, you know, make up something be like, "Oh, um." Yeah. Explosion. His eye was near it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is what it is, I guess. Training accident with Obi Wan. I don't know. But uh, I'm super excited, no matter Maybe what. Maybe a punch, you know. <laughs> uh, like for me though, um, my complaint is it goes back to the same thing. It, it's a thing that nowadays 
you pay for that star. So it's like, you're not going to cover his face for an entire movie. I'm surprised that they get away with it so much with uh, Chris Evans. Because Chris oh, Evans, yeah, like realistically, when he wears the Captain America helmet, you're not seeing his face. Like, Civil War, he wears it for, like, half the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's the thing is, it's like, you're not going to get away with that. I mean, even in Guardians 2, he takes off his mask, like, so many times. It, like, there were some moments where it's like, why does he put it on at all? Like, it, it serves no purpose. Yeah, but, like, they also show, uh, you know, Darth Vader, his, his, his helmet. Yeah, his, his helmet. Yeah, they're, they're saying that might be him, like, rejecting Darth Vader or whatever. Because, uh, or, well, Anakin, because Anakin, um, of course, the whole thing is that, uh, that scene in Force Awakens, I'm just getting way in depth now, but in Force Awakens, when, you know, he's talking to the helmet of Darth Vader and, uh, you know, the reveal or whatever, and he says, show me, uh, show me again the power of the dark side, and, uh, you know, and I'll finish what you started. I'm just gonna quote the movie. But, uh, it's fine, it's fine. like, in that scene... The, the idea is that people are saying that I think it was that Anakin, you know, is trying to, um, you know, be there for his grandson, but then he accidentally showed him the power of the dark side, and then he wanted to do and that, that's when he and that's when he tried to, like, back off, because he was like, oh, that's not right. Of course, he messed up. He's he's a bad person. Uh, yeah, see, that's the thing, though. It's like... He is hating Christensen. <laughs> no, because... Uh, I got into it with one of my friends about it, and I was like, I'm like, it doesn't make sense that he worships him so much. I'm like, because his final acts were that of a good person. He kills the Emperor and, you know, saves his son, and in his last moments at least attempts, I will finish. you know, to, to come back what to the light. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense that, like, it, that the grandson doesn't understand that that was his final act. He would think that the Force Spirit, if it's him, you know, showing him this, that he would be like, listen, I was wrong, okay? Yeah, I, I don't know what the explanation is. I mean, the movie will give it to you, no matter yeah. what. Just like, uh, we could get super in-depth on Guardians, but someone didn't see Yeah, it. I want to. Um, I will <laughs> say this, though. Jeff Goldblum is in there for some reason. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. He's just in the credits, but I don't know why he's there. <laughs> like, um, alright then. Um, to, to finish up with the celebration stuff, and this is the thing that I actually thought was cool. They announced a few things about Star Wars uh, experience or Star Wars land. So one thing is um, they announced that they went to the Imagineering headquarters and they witnessed the progress on new technology. And as the moderator, who uh, it's voice actor David W. Collins, he said, I saw them and they're real. Lightsabers are real. Now, to chase on that theory, I looked it up, and that's the thing is that uh, the the bad thing is they can't get away with stuff the way they used to because when you file a patent, everyone can see that. <laughs> so the patent that they filed, this is what it is. It's called Audience Interaction Projection System. An entertainment environment has a user with a faux lightsaber. Uh, this is a description of what it looks like. Um, an entertainment environment has a, a user with a faux lightsaber that interacts with a drone flying through the air or operated with hidden rods to appear as if it's flying through the air. The faux lightsaber has LEDs attached thereto to provide IR light to the drone. As an LED is turned on, an invisible light sensor built into the drone captures an image of the field of view with a bright spot at the position of the activated LED. 
A visible light source built into the drone then projects light through uh, particulate matter towards the faux lightsaber. As a result, the use the uses is provided with the illustration uh, illusion that the faux lightsaber has deflected a laser beam. Multiple LEDs can be activated in sequence at various times to give user the impression that the movement by the users of the faux lightsaber is deflecting multiple laser beams. So that They're long real. explanation <laughs> is the idea that you have a fake, uh, you have a lightsaber, and they have a projection system with it, so that it shoots at you and it reacts to you moving it, so you get a uh, projection of basically a laser ricocheting off the lightsaber, so that you get the sensation that you're really blocking shots. Yes, again, them. lightsabers are apparently real. <laughs> now it's like the my childhood right there. The yeah, whole exactly. thing, yeah. The whole thing with drones, I don't know about them using drones like that, that doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah, projections and stuff, that makes sense. Like, like just yeah. turn it on, I was like, what the? It's on! <laughs> just... <laughs> that, oh, so You have a bunch of 20 and 30 year olds running around with lightsabers now. That <laughs> is what... I will like, wait four hours, right? For to get right. that well, lightsaber. Well, that's the thing, is, uh, because from what I've heard, those are, that's like one of the big things that they're planning. Um, and this goes into the whole thing of it. So this goes back into calling it Star Wars experience because you're not in a land, you're living you're this experience. So the idea is that like the interactive ones, you're gonna have interactive lightsabers now that you can use. But they also announced that um, the Star Wars land is going to have uh, it's going to have um, interactive consequences. Like everything you do matters. And I, saw that, yeah. uh, I, I believe that it works with your uh, magic band, I'm assuming is what the idea is. But the whole thing is that anything you do in the land reacts and like it knows that about you. So like basically it's like a role playing game. Every decision you make has a consequence to it. Yeah. Oh, hey, you mistreated the, the First Order. By the way, if they see you, they're not going to like you. Yeah. Right, essentially? Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I'm like, that's spectacular. Like, you're you're giving us the full experience of living the world. You're like, you got to choose what you are in this. Are you in it for yourself or are you in it for, you know, whatever? Yeah, Too I, much pressure! <laughs> I, ser I seriously, I can't wait. I can't wait to see, to see everything that they do for it. Um... Right here at the end, though, we're, we are going to discuss Guardians really quickly, just because uh, we saw it and it came out. So, we're, well, we're not going to discuss the movie, but... Um, right, you can. Well, we'll say, like, it's good. Yep. It's not better than one. I'm going to say that better. right now. The original is better, but uh, I, I saw so many people being like, that's why they sound like that. I was like, no. Like, you're out of your mind. However, I will say that... It was a good movie. It was definitely a good movie. It was much better than any DC movie I've seen so far. We're not gonna get into that. Man. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into the. Spider-Man. Dude, Spider-Man itself, I. Uh, so can the, it be July? <laughs> so uh, this is the big thing, though. Um, so it opened to 146 million dollars. Um, and mind you, yeah, that, that's the thing too, is that people want to dump on the movie, but they're also forgetting that Guardian, the original Guardians, was supposed to ruin the Marvel franchise. And now, 
it's one of their strongest movies. It actually, for like a, being an original movie, I think they said it's like one of their highest grossing um, first parts to a movie, or well, to a franchise. But it it opened to 146 million, um, which makes it the fifth highest grossing domestic debut for a movie in um, in Marvel. But uh, the other issue is that. And this is where I'm going to dump on Universal and Fast and Furious. So, if you're a fan, get ready. <laughs> so, mind you, there's nothing wrong with Fate of the Furious, the new one, that uh, with its box office. It, it made over a billion dollars. However, good. here's the thing. It made $950 million internationally, which is a lot. It made $205, I think, million dollars in the U.S. Ooh. That is incredibly low for the U.S. And that's the thing is like, you're, you're going to get all 10 Fast and Furious because it's making billions of dollars. But it's that Transformers thing now where it's like, but people in America don't care about it. Like, and that's, that's the thing is like, we are the biggest market. So if we're not, if we're not eating up a movie like that, that's bad. Right. And mind you, the reason why I'm bringing this up too is because Guardians just opened to 146 million in its opening weekend domestically. That is literally almost as much as Fate of the Furious has yeah. made in the U.S. And I think they also almost immediately um, was it uh, were able to cover the backdrop for the or the cost for for production, right? Oh yeah, because uh, their global total is 427 million. And they're against a what 200 something million mind budget, you it right? doesn't beat out um the uh, the highest grossing opening because of course that unfortunately gets to go to fate of the furious because it had such a big opening though do remember that the biggest thing with star wars was that it didn't open in a bunch of places for like a month yeah, so, we got it, and then... Basically, the reason why it got that big box office is because we were so excited for it. But, um... I saw it three times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we saw it more than that. What? No, yeah, you're right, yeah. we did. Didn't we see it, like, six times? What, Star Wars? Yeah. Star Wars, yeah. yeah I saw it, like, I saw, seven times. I saw it with you guys opening, I saw it with Mom, Dad, and then I saw it, like, a bunch of other times with various members of the family. I just remember we saw it on Thursday, and Friday, and Sunday, <laughs> and Monday. <laughs> yeah, we we went three times the week it opened. <laughs> yeah, sure, you're right, you're right. You, uh, your friend went like twice in one day, huh? One of your friends or co Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, what, he did a Thursday night and then was immediately like, we're doing it again. Yeah, well, because that was the thing. Uh, is we, pre <laughs> we pre-ordered the tickets for Friday, but then... Um, I saw it, uh, a couple tickets open up on Thursday for the first showing, and I jumped on it immediately. I still remember, I called George, and I was like, there's tickets. And he was like, oh my god. He's like, uh, I'll, I'll head down there. And then I was like, I'm gonna buy them. I'm like, I'm, I'm already here, I'm gonna buy them right now. <laughs> it was just, it was crazy. We were just eating, we just stopped eating, left the food there, we just left. <laughs> They're like, hey, look at that, we're gonna watch a movie. Well, that, and, totally <laughs> and that's the thing though, is like, uh, to, <laughs> to go back to Guardians. So Guardians was once an underdog. It was a movie that was supposed to fail, that was supposed to ruin the Marvel franchise and completely derail the Avengers and all that. And it ended up being one of their biggest uh, movies. Actually, I think it is considered... It's probably the... Uh, I want to... No, I know it's not bigger than Iron Man, but I think it's the second biggest one. And, and that's the thing, is like... 
James Gunn, and then at that too, like I know I talked about it with Hunter, and I know Nathan's gonna get mad when I say this, but um, <laughs> get ready. But uh, like the way I see it is, it's like um, Marvel is kind of like the Patriots right now, and, and like I'm sure some people want to get mad about it, whatever. But it's that thing. It's like they they came up they came up with a system that's proven and it's doing well for them. But at that, they're do they're making box office hits with people that were not supposed to do that. Like you know, like the idea where it was like, oh, I'm gonna win Super Bowls with undrafted players and lacrosse players. Like the thing is, is that um, James Gunn was an independent filmmaker that no one ever thought like as a box office like you know director. Yeah. Like they, no one saw him being that. For, for um, Thor 3, they've got a... I can't remember his name, but he's a New Zealand director who's worked with Jermaine Clement on a an, an indie movie about vampires. Uh, like, it's supposed to be like a mockumentary about vampires in the real world. But like, like they're just like fully just being like, yeah, whatever. We'll, we're just gonna... We're gonna have comedy writers making spectacular mm-hmm. action films. Like... They're, they're just fully just like, yeah, look, we know what we're doing, and we can basically put anyone in that position, and they will make a mm-hmm. hit movie. And th- and that's another fun thing, like... And they let them write them, too. Yeah. That's the thing, is like... And, and then... They, they give them full control, they're like, do it. And, and then that's my that's my, my joke to it, is that on the other side, you've got DC taking, like, well-known, acclaimed directors and attaching them to movies and just creating garbage. Like, like... Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, David Ayers? Oh, I'm gonna make Suicide Squad. I'm like, whoa, you just made a flaming piece of garbage. Like, that's what it, it was trash. And then what, what is it? Um, uh, who's that director that was just saying he wants to do too? Guy Ritchie is like, I want to do Suicide Squad too. I think I could do it. And I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> I know everyone loves him because of Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrels and Snatch. I mean, I love those. But King Arthur looks like garbage. Um, Dude, every trailer for that film, you're like, no! He did well with Sherlock Holmes, but then what was the other... He did King another Arthur movie, too, that was, that was bad. Like, he, he's a guy that I'm like, he's not a proven dude. Like I'm like, come on. Like I'm like, he's about to do exactly what David Ayers did and just create a piece of trash. I just think, like, Suicide Squad is just a, just a copy and paste, like... Guardians, especially with music. Oh, yeah. you know? Thank you. Yeah. That like... was the that was the worst thing. Is like it was so obvious. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it today because it's like I don't remember any of the songs in Suicide Squad except for one of them, and it's because they used Spirit in the Sky, which they also used in Guardians. Guardians. But they also did it where, uh, like, that was the thing is Guardians used it where they used the the song, you know, Spirit in the Sky. Yeah. David Ayers did it in the quintessential like um, Vietnam era yeah, movie style, where it was part. that beginning part with a. Yeah. And I was just like, of course, this is what you use. <laughs> and, and of course, it's the shot too of the helicopters flying into the city. <laughs> the the thing that I love that like Guardians did, and I know we've discussed it before, is I love how it also brought into nor- notoriety. Where it's like, dude, we can bring the obscure comic book characters. Yes. Because was it? They had Inhumans as a planned movie for a while, which I still kind of wish they would have done. That only died because uh, Spider-Man got thrown in the mix. Yeah, 
But I'm just saying, like, you know, it's but cool. But apparently they're still planning Inhumans. I it's think just so it's too. not going to be its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, see, because Courtney told me it was supposed to be introduced on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I think that's what they were saying, is that they're doing that. But you know, Also, uh, Emma Swan is not on um, yeah, Once Upon a funny. Time anymore. But yeah, um, <laughs> just throw my, my biggest thing, though, is, like, I just love the fact that we're getting... Because that's how we got Ant-Man, I think, is because they were like, yeah. Guardians just blew it out of the water, out of the park, and then... Later down the road, they had Black Panther oh. greenlit, then it didn't, and then it did again. Well, that was the thing, is, like, Ant-Man was another one that they, uh, and I know we discussed it on the podcast. They were like, this movie's gonna ruin the Marvel franchise. Ended up being a big movie. Doctor yeah. Strange, same thing. Doctor Strange is pretty darn good. Of course, mind you, I didn't, I'm not a big fan of Ant-Man or Doctor Strange, but I loved Guardians. And mind you, my friends love to, like, be like, you're just a Chris Pratt fan. And I'm like, well, first yeah. of all, I didn't even know who Chris Pratt was. So I'm like, no. It, like, Because, of course, I'm a big fan of Jurassic World. I've got the poster on my yeah, wall. I mean, but um, that's the thing is, I'm like, he's just a... I didn't realize he was just a great, you know, person. Like, a great actor. Like, I was just reading, um, he based his, uh, his portrayal of Star-Lord off of um, Marty McFly and Han Solo. Is what he he's described it as, which I'm like, is. it makes sense because he is very Han Solo, but then he's super 80s about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> he's <laughs> he is, yeah, that's exactly what he is. That's hilarious. Yeah, it, it's just a thing. Like I'm like, they just completely hit it out of the park. A couple things um, I want to bring up, I guess, for Guardians since we're in it, uh, and, and this is something my wife pointed out. She pointed out that the awesome mix in this movie actually followed um the movie's like plot yeah it, it followed the movie like it, it was very emotional and like worked with what was going on uh, as opposed to the first one the soundtrack was just there like it was just there for whatever reason yeah without like saying too much because george hasn't seen it and i'm pretty sure people listening might not have seen it yet um the last song that they played First yeah. off, I, I've never I had never heard that song, and now it's probably yeah, one of those songs. I, yeah, I love that song now, by the way, because I think it's good. But I mean, like, well, it's the connection. Yeah, exactly. I was like, like this is powerful. What what they can do with these songs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the movie. Mm-hmm. Howard the Duck is in it multiple times. Oh, yeah. I keep loving the fact that they just like throw him into like. I by the way, comic books. He's uh, still walking I'll around. Me, I'll give you one. Uh, Rocky is in the movie. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone is in the movie. That's funny. And he's a character. He's probably got like one of the funniest bit parts I've seen in a while. It's just like out of nowhere, you're like, what the? That's what I heard. Like, people would freak out about Howard the Duck. Like, oh my god, he's in it. Like, no one cares about Howard the Duck. Well, I like Howard the Duck. I I, I mean, granted, granted, I don't read his comics. The 80s movie? I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie. That movie is so fantastically cheesy. Yeah. Um, my criticism, though, that I'll give for Guardians 2 is that, uh, I felt like it wasn't as good a, as a standalone movie. Um, and I know we, we discussed this, it has nothing to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. Yeah. Other than the fact that they mentioned Thanos a couple of times, he, it does not connect to the Avenger world at all. Um. Not yet. Fine. But uh, which I'm like, I'm fine with that because like they're in their own world out there. Yeah, like they can't literally. They explain um, multiple times how how they travel and stuff. Well, it's like what it, to me like it, it's kind of like it's like a TV show, like be it X Files or Supernatural. 
or um, even like Arrow and, um, and Flash. Flash. Like I just named all my favorite TV shows, <laughs> but um, like these are shows that like uh, where you have like a bunch of one-off episodes. That's what Guardians Two is. It's a one-off, but then you also have the overarching arc, and that's the thing is that. We've gotten, we're so far in it now that everyone expects every movie to be in that overarching mark, uh, arc movie. So, like, they want something that connects to the wider world of stuff. Like how Doctor Strange ultimately was just working into Avengers and Thor 3 because they gave you that he's got one of the Infinity Stones and mm -hmm. he's using it. And then they show you Thor. Well, I guess the best example... Um, like what? You've got Iron Man. Iron Man starts everything off where at the very end you get a very small, like, overarch. Then Iron Man 2 is completely invested in the overarch. Yep. Then Iron Man 3 is not. Yeah, it kind of just, just references it. But stuff. it, well, even if, even with it being a bad ending to a movie, um, that's the uh, thing though, is Iron Man 3 is in its own thing. Like, ultimately. Uh, then you've got what? Thor is by itself. Yeah. Thor 2 is not. It's clearly not. Thor 3, pretty obviously, is not. <laughs> With the, yeah. Ca I, I will say, and, and then like Captain America, you have one thing that connects to every, to uh, the overarch. But it's like, you know, it's the thing. Captain America 2? No. Nope. Uh, I guess sort of because of the whole thing with S.H.I.E.L.D. But then, three? Captain America 3? No. Yeah. It's, its its own overarching thing, but that's You're what like, I yeah. That's what I love about Captain America, the Captain America movie. So it's that they're like their own thing by themselves. Yeah. It's like he connects to the bigger picture, but his films are strictly but then, his. And this is the thing: is Guardians one completely invested in the in the MCU like overarch with right. Thanos and the Infinity Stones? Two? This one? Nope. Nope. Not at all. The only thing you have to connect them, honestly, if you want to reach far, is the fact that Gamora is, yeah. you know, Thanos' adopted daughter. And that's very small in it. Yeah. And, and then this is my thing, too. I feel like Ego, like, they he's, made some, a he's something, with the yeah. He's something that could have connected a lot longer. Because he, ultimately, because of what he is. But. Uh, one of the big things when we left the first showing was. They throw a lot of stuff in this sequel, and sometimes when you throw this many, like as much like plotline stuff mean, that they wanted to, what there's like three sets of villains. In yeah, it. exactly. It's like normally, <laughs> normally it most it movies makes, can't. It do makes that. a movie crash yeah. and burn. This one, I don't know how they did it, but you're just sitting there like this. Like all a Dark Knight, like a Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Look at Batman v Superman. They spent so long building up the movie. Superman Batman, and then they're like, oh yeah, and by the way, there's Doomsday and Lex Luthor. You're like, yeah, we don't care. We don't care. Like, you know, I came here for this heavyweight fight. Um, I, I do want to bring up, since George already knows about it, um, I do like, because of course there is a rumor that maybe it's the last time that we'll see Stan Lee in the movies, but uh, they, I love that they took the meme and made it like a real, real thing. That he's a watcher, that's why he, uh, you know, that's why he's in all of them. Because that was like a rumor, uh, or that was like a new meme was like, is he, uh, you know, a watcher? Is he one of, like, the godlike people? Because he seems to, like, be in everything. And, and then... And stays relatively the same age in every year. Yeah, and, and then that's the <laughs> thing is that, like, uh, I love that basically with his appearance in this one, they're just like, yeah, he is. Well, But then that's the thing, too, is Kevin Feige uh, said that he agrees with that. He's that like, Stanley is a watcher. He's 
he's one of the beings that's watching the world. Which is which would be cool because you know we were discussing it right before we started recording that. It's sad because we all love Stanley, but he's I getting did, up there. I I did get um, he's, he's a little. Cancel stuff. I got a little mad at myself though because I had to look up what they were called because uh, I was like, oh, um, when I saw that, I was like, oh, Green Lantern. But then I was like, nope, those are wrong. not the yeah. those are not the people yeah. of Ola. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is not it. <laughs> I was like, so now I have to look up what it is because I, I was confusing my own comic book stuff, but it is what it is. But uh, ultimately, go see Guardians yeah, you've 2, see George. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for listening to us drone on about Star Wars and Guardians. Um, seriously, thank you guys. Uh, once again, um, sorry that there's like a bit of time between things. Uh, not to brag, but I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, <laughs> that's ultimately what it is. But uh, we're going to try to get things going again for you guys. Um, I know because I get a lot of hate for it. But uh, I did want to bring up, uh, this is our season finale for season two. So uh, that's a wrap on season two. Um, yeah. We're going to be starting work on three. We've actually got some stuff that we're working on already for it. Hunter's helping writing stuff, which is uh, interesting. Mostly because I didn't know that he knew how to write. But <laughs> I just learned recently. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, seriously, thank you guys. Um, make sure to go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Spreaker. Uh, you can direct do- download us at a, our website, or my website. It's a geocomedy, G-I-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com slash 3GATM. Uh, seriously, uh, go up and uh, give us a review too if you're on the iTunes, even if it's a negative one. Like someone, someone like to uh, point out how many times I say like thank you for that review, but uh, no, like, like thank you, yeah, <laughs> like thank you. But <laughs> seriously, go give us a review. Um, thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Bob Iger, for letting us continue to do this. If you don't follow Bob Iger on Twitter, go ahead and jump on there and follow him because it's interesting. Because he has no personality. He, he is the most interesting man on Twitter. Yeah. He has no personality on it. He's just like, I want to give a big shout out to the Marvel team on another successful movie. I'm like, duh. <laughs> it is what it is, though. But uh, seriously, thank you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Uh, see, see you later. Later. Ka-chow. Marauding in Brazil and even hijacked, drink up the hearties, yo-ho! Yo-ho!